0: Hitting you harder than Dream on Green. <laughs> hitting Dream on Pool with our takes. Uh, and actually, you know what? I'm going to take this back, Jordan. Uh, we're hitting you two times as hard. Double the strength. Double the power. Double the accuracy uh, behind these takes that uh, the you quake and hit you uh, You know where uh, your mother would like to. Finish <laughs> the rhyme, man. You know the rhyme. You know the rhyme, man. <laughs> you know the rhyme. <laughs> 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 the rhyme. Finish it, yeah.
1: I actually don't know the rhyme. Start it again, Matt. Please. I'm sorry. Uh, like-
0: I I, it's it's obviously not important. Big dog ball talk. Uh, yeah, I, I think that was <laughs> Yo, the Matt. The best it is intro so, ever.
1: It is so early, Matt. I'm pretty sure you said Draymond Pool, but we're rolling with it. Draymond Pool. <laughs> but well, we're rolling with it, and I love it. It's like what what, what time is it? It's I don't even know what it's I'm looking not at that right early. now. Um, but uh, you know, we're 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 going to do this right, because uh, last time we fucked up our audio.
0: Yep, yep. Uh, the Northwest Division, uh, you guys will be getting that uh, a little later than originally slated. We're going to be doing that one for our Monday episode, uh, but you guys are in store, because uh, the Pacific Division, which is what we're going to be reviewing uh, today, is actually a lot, lot better, a lot more exciting, uh, a lot more interesting team, so it uh, kind of worked out for you guys, uh, our inept uh, ability to, to handle this podcast. Uh, and just general stupidity. So I uh, hope you guys are, are ready to buckle in for this one to hear more about uh, Draymond Poole and Jordan Green. Uh, and, uh, and and things that your mother would bake on you. I don't know if you guys uh, know anything that your mother would bake on you. Uh, get at us that Big Dog Ball Talk. Uh, I, I'm not really sure. Maybe a souffle. Uh, that, that could be interesting. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Really, really depends. Um, but to kick off our Pacific Division preview, uh, we're going to kick it off with the L.A. Clippers, the best team in L.A., yeah. uh, easily. Uh, not, not not up for debate. Uh, the L.A. <laughs> Clippers, uh, obviously, you know, last year, things kind of unraveled very quickly. Uh, losing out in the play-in uh, I, 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 it worked out for me, uh, for our longtime listeners, you know, Bullshit. that uh, that was perfect. Uh, but, yeah, Paul George, of course, uh, I believe he was a, a close contact with uh, someone with COVID-19, so he yeah. had to sit out that last game. So, uh, you yeah, know, a lot of things had to kind of fall wrong for the clippers uh to end their season but even so you know they were gunning for a seven or eight seed it wasn't like they were having a an amazing year and uh, a lot of that having to do with you know paul george out most of the year uh no Kawhi leonard the entire season but Kawhi is back paul george is back everybody's ready to go and uh you know this is definitely this is a team that uh people have actually uh as one of the favorites to win the championship uh this year and I, trust me, I get it. I, I kind of, I, I understand, but I do not agree. Uh, I don't th- I think that this is a playoff team. I think it's a great team. I think it's a tough team, but I don't think this is going to be a championship contender. But I think right now I just have to wait and see what Kawhi Leonard's going to look like. Uh, I, I actually had written down too. I wanted to see what John Wall was going to look like. But John Wall hit this fucking Dougie again, uh, at the, the Clippers open practice. And it, he even hit the John wall flexing to the left. I was pumped. I was ready to go. Uh, Good, man. so, uh, that's, that's Good. all I needed to see. I'm, I'm sold on the Clippers now.
1: Yeah. I mean, th- there are, uh, uh, like one of the best teams on, on paper, like undoubtedly in the mm-hmm. league. I think, I think there was just a survey done with a, of a bunch of GMs, um, Or, you know, people involved with teams. And I think the most likely or or the most chosen finals matchup was Bucks and Clippers. Um, And I I think that's just, yeah, shows how much people really are going to fear this team this year. Because, like, they they, they have slowly, and I, I think I said this in our season preview last year, that the Clippers have kind of slowly trimmed the fat and kept narrowing down, you know, their team and... Sort of centering what works around Kawhi and Paul George, and I, I, I think like since they've gotten there, they've thrown out better and better versions of the team. Obviously, last year, you know, no Kawhi, uh, they, they they weren't gonna do anything, even if they had, you know, advanced into the actual playoffs. Like that, that was kind of a, a lost season. But like this year with Kawhi coming back, like the the people that they've added, uh, you know, or, you know since. Those two guys first joined that the, the club in, in in 2020. Like John Wall is gonna be I, I think really useful for them. They've they've always needed just another point guard in the mix there. But, you know, that said they've had Reggie Jackson, who's had a resurgent the last couple of years. Now they've got both of those guys. They still got Terrence Mann uh, to run out, you know, and and do stuff when, when they need him. Um and then they just have every single good long wing in the league. Like they've got Norman Powell now. They've got, you know, not to mention, you know, Kawhi and PG, but they even got like kind of lesser known guys who will still be really useful in that sort of body type, like Rodney Hood. Um, and, mm-hmm. and, you know, they, they've still got Robin, Robert Covington, you know, see what they can get out of him. But, and then, you know, guys like Batum, like they literally have, the, the, in terms of long two-way wings um, th- that are big and can do a lot of different stuff, the Clippers have that be- the best collection of that in the league um, the, the only weak spot I'd say, uh, you know, their, their roster has going into the season is just in terms of bigs, like they've got Zubac and he's pretty much their only true big. Yeah, but I think Ty is going to play small ball most of the time anyway. Um, and, but yeah, I mean, ultimately though, I, I'm leaning with you, Matt, that I think people need to maybe pump the brakes a little bit here because this is still going to be new for everyone on this team. Like the, the, the yeah. this team hasn't played and shown that they can you know come together and do anything you know with Kawhi leading them because he's been out for so long so they've got a lot to do this year but by season's end I can see them being maybe the team you're most scared to play in the west because because of the, sure, the, yeah. the talent that they've got but I I can't in my head see them really putting it all together and like actually winning the championship of this year if they do that that would be really really fucking impressive uh in my eyes
0: yeah, yeah, I think that would be uh, it would be pretty insane. I mean, you don't usually see a team that's uh, you know, has injuries to their, their key players come back in one year and then uh, you know, completely turn their season uh around, yeah. turn their fortunes around. Uh, and, and yeah, it, it's it's definitely you know worth noting that yeah, Zubas is the only real true center. Uh, so you know we'll we'll see how how, how far that small ball. Uh, front will get them, but uh, you know, we're we're talking about Kawhi Leonard coming back completely healthy here. Um, but we, we don't really know how long that's gonna last, uh, yeah. for him being healthy. I mean, there's probably gonna be a lot of rest days for him. Like he'll probably play like fifty games this year. <laughs> I don't think that it's gonna be a ton of uh, you know, Kawhi Leonard action out there. I think Paul George might even get a lot of rest. So yeah. I, I the problem here too is I I don't think that the Clippers are gonna have a great record at the end of the season. Yeah, it'll be hard uh, for so that, the team, yeah, like they're gonna they're gonna have a tough tough uh, time, you know, getting through the Western Conference playoffs if that's the case. Uh and and then on the other side, I mean, Reggie Jackson's had his injury woes as well. John Wall, uh, yeah. you know, it's it, Nicholas Batum has had uh, quite a few uh, bings and bangs and bumps uh, throughout his uh, his career. Yeah. Uh you know, th- this team and this team is just generally older. Uh like I mean, I think like pretty much looking at like their first uh you know that their 10-man rotation essentially i don't know if any of these guys may, i think norm yeah norm is uh, under 30 everyone else over yeah uh, all yeah. right and do in zubaz uh, but again zubaz is not really like i, I don't count that because he's a center um so it, it, it's 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 interesting to uh to to, th- to look at this because there there's a world where this completely blows up in their face uh because nobody can stay healthy uh so I think that that's kind of you can of argue that's already than...
1: happened with the Clippers in general you know, yeah since oh, those yeah. guys got yeah. there you know
0: yeah so I think that that's kind of one of my biggest you know uh, my, my, one of my biggest concerns when I'm looking at this roster is just, can they all stay healthy? Can they maintain, you know, cohesion throughout the year? Uh, and again, I think that they're going to they, they might be a really exciting team. They're going to be a great team. going to be amazing to see Kawhi back. Uh, but I honestly don't think that this team is that much better than any of the other Clippers teams we've seen from the last couple of years. Uh, and all those teams had the same thing. They all had a bunch of Championship hype and championship, uh, you know, flavor around them, and uh, that never panned out uh, due to you know injuries and you know just not really being that good of a complete team. So we're gonna have to see what happens there, but uh, yeah, I I think health is gonna be one of the the biggest things that hinders them and holds them back.
1: Yeah, I mean that's obviously yeah issue number one for them um, to like even just simply to make sure Kawhi and Paul George make it through again, because that's not even yeah. a guarantee. Like not to mention all the other guys that, that, that you just pointed out, like, yeah, that's going to be the, 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 number one thing that they need to ensure. Um, and then, you know, if, if, if things can go their way and they can get all that, you know, right for the first time this year, like I, I, I do think if they, if they do make some sort of, magical run to the finals or to win it'll be because they've made like a mid-season consolidation trade i don't think with this Mm. team because all the wings that they have you can't even really play them all like you can't like like even if you're playing small ball 99 percent of the time like there's going to be guys uh you know who are deserving of minutes who just aren't going to get them on this roster um and Mm. and if you know the good thing about filling your roster up with that type of player like a long wing uh is that you know, they're always going to have value. There's always going to be a team that's going to want that, uh, you know, come trade deadline time. So I think if, yeah, if the Clippers somehow end the year uh, going super, super deep in the playoffs, I think it'll be because they've, they've traded for for someone. I don't know who that is, but, you know, Matt, they need a center. Who am I going to say? Who am I going to say? Old Milesy Turner over there in, in Indiana. Going out for him. <laughs> yeah, Dwight. Um, but you know, Turner hypothetically, you know, you, I, I, in, in that trade, whether you give Zubats up, uh, or, or not, or, or just, you know, use, use a few wings to send towards Indiana plus, plus whatever picks you've got now. Like, um, I I think even making a move like that would really help just, a uh, another option in the front court because, you know, if, if you're looking at the West, you, you probably do want to, um set yourself up so that you have the option of playing big like like i'm sure tyloo um you know has foreseen all of this and you know it'll be a probably the wiser move to stay small and then force everyone else in the west to adjust to you but you still want Mm -hmm. you want to be able to have a big body uh that can really effectively you know shut down a Jokic or an anthony davis you know because those those are the teams here or the sort of big man that you're going to see throughout the Western Conference Finals at some, or playoffs at some point. Mm-hmm. But, um, mm-hmm. like, yeah, I, I just like to see them get another option there, um, and then I'd believe in them a bit more, but, like, I, I just just off reputation alone, you know, I'd be fucking so terrified to play Kawhi Leonard and Paul George if they were good to go, for sure. no matter what the rest of the team looks like in the playoffs. So, you know, they'll always have that in their back pocket for sure, but I, 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 I would love to see I don't know. Yeah, if I'm going to jump on the the bandwagon of championship for for them, I think they've got to make a move at some point.
0: Yeah, yeah, I agree. Uh, well, we're gonna wait and see what uh, what happens here uh, for the the LA Clippers. Uh, but we're gonna move our our focus here now over to another California-based team. Lots of California-based teams here, obviously in the Pacific Division. Yeah. Uh, that this was a team that you know we had a, a essentially a show ban uh, on uh, just about talking about them Maybe we didn't really do our best the best job down the line of the season because eventually <laughs> there was shit to talk about with them but, uh, the, 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 the ban uh, the shunning has been lifted and uh, we're, we're cool to talk about the Sacramento Kings again even though there's really never anything to talk about with them. But right now Jordan, this is interesting. I, I think this could be the year the drought ends. I think they could make the playoffs this year. This team the is, is or the not playoff? well. I mean, I think that they could do both. I think they probably finish eight or nine, maybe maybe even seven if the things go crazy. And I think they could get in there. I you think okay? they could do okay. it. I think All this right. squad can make it uh there's still you know some kinks to work out here and there uh but I I, and obviously a lot of questions that we need to have answered but just overall this roster actually has some some guys who can hoop they've got some real some real players here they're young I think they'll actually be exciting but I will say it, it is still the Sacramento Kings and there's been a lot of times when we've looked at their roster and been wow this is a great team this should you know be able to be a little frisky a little competitive and uh, you know or if not at least fun to watch and then when you actually turn on the tv they're boring they're shit they suck and it's yeah you just turn it off after the first quarter so i i'm interested to see how this is all going to go um but and they, they only played a little bit there's only there's still a small sample size so i'm interested uh to see how it's really going to end up going uh, when this season starts off they've had the full off season uh you, but to see the the combination of De'Aaron Fox and demona Sabonis, and see yeah. how those two can work off each other. Because at the end of the day, that is going to really dictate how far the Kings can go this season.
1: Oh yeah, big time. Yeah, and I'm I'm excited to see that too, and and see sort of how De'Aaron Fox responds this year. You know, knowing that the Kings kind of chose him over over Tyrese Halliburton in in many ways, and sort mm-hmm. of backed him um, when when they I think pretty easily could have. Decided, you know, we're hanging on to, to to Tyrese no matter what, and you know, shipping Fox out at some point. So, like, I think he he has a lot to prove this year, and and I think, um, you know, we'll, he'll want to kind of step up to that challenge and and prove, you know, all the doubters wrong, and and you know, yeah, we'll, we'll yeah. see, uh, yeah, with a full season how they operate that pick and roll. Like, it's a pretty it's a pretty good combo. Like, you know, it's it's not it's not the most seamless fit, but you know, I like my. Big and and little guy kind of pairings and and you know mm-hmm. they they were pretty uh, you know they showed some good stuff offensively when they were on the court together last year and uh, and you know the the thing that the the thing that I think bodes the best for the Kings is that finally uh, you know for the first time and it, it feels like you know forever the the Kings have actually picked up players in the offseason season and, and like mm-hmm. veteran NBA players. And they're not just a bunch of Kings players anymore. Like there's a lot of yeah, people on this yeah. team who have self-respect and self-worth and have been, have shown that they, you know, are, are wanted and, and can play well on other good competent teams. Like
0: they, they got, got Mal- Delhi,
1: they got Malik Monk, they got Delhi, they got uh, Herder from Atlanta. Like they're actually like, they're, they're just starting to, Behave a little bit more like a normal NBA team, and mm-hmm. and you know ship out or, or or cut or just not play the, the t- players that are bad, and you know bringing in some some good proven guys, which the Kings just haven't yeah. done because they haven't really been that interested in being good, and they've just had their you know teams full of their own uh, young draft picks, and and that's part of the reason why they've been so so bad uh, you know in recent years. So, but like yeah, just just the fact that they've got that new blood in there and, and players who can be adults in the room. Like, I don't see the Kings... If the Kings are bad this year, especially because they've got a new new head coach in there too, and Mike Brown who's proven himself, uh, you know, and, and is respected across the league. Like, if they're bad this year, I think it'll just because be because they're bad, not because, you know, the Kings are just kind of cursed and, you know, you're just looking at their incompetence play out on the court. Like, I think... They've done everything right this offseason. Yeah. And if, yeah. if if they're shit, then then that'll just be because they either can't stay healthy or you know can't put it together uh basketball wise. But like, you know, generally speaking, good on the Kings for starting to move in the right direction. I mean, I'm not super excited about this team. I don't think anyone is, but it will be cool to see them break the drought if, if they can somehow, you know, really get a good season out of everybody and, and overachieve.
0: Yeah, yeah, and I'm I'm really interested again. Like uh, one of those pickups they made this year, uh, like Kevin Herder. I think this could be, yeah. uh, you know, a, a time for him to, you know, I'm obviously he's not gonna be like an all star or anything, but I mean to really kind of break out as a, a reliable shooter, kind of almost like a the 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 Kyle Corver role where you just roam play. You don't really like you can play as hard defense as you can, but yeah. I mean, you're, you're not expected uh, to do too much. Uh, but if he can shoot like, thir- like 38%, 39% from three, which he's uh, definitely capable of doing, uh, you know, just be reliable, play off of Darren Fox. He's going to be obviously penetrating through uh, into the paint uh, a lot of the time. And then just, he can be there ready to kick it out. That sure hand fire shooting guard, uh, that 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 should be a, a really nice pairing uh, in the backcourt there. Um, but the other player that I'm really interested to see, who I mean like, I didn't have ranked like super high, like still in, I think at the top five uh, in uh, my mock draft. Uh, but Keegan Murray yeah. looks really really polished. He looks really put together. Uh, you know, one of the better rookie prospects I think that the Kings have had. Uh, you know, probably since uh, De'Aaron Fox, uh, yeah. you know, to to be coming in as an immediate like player for them, uh, and and he'll be starting, he'll be working along, like I think playing alongside Harrison Barnes is a is a great mentor, great uh, for him, kind of similar body types and even uh, play styles, if yeah. you uh, if you would, uh, so I think it's interesting to see, you know, what Harrison can teach him and implement onto him and how far Keegan Murray can really take it, because I think that this is for the for the kings like they they're hoping that Fox, Murray, Sabonis will be the the three that they can kind of build on for the next four seasons or so and you know give it a shot see what they can do with them uh but i i, I think Keegan Murray you know if if anyone's looking for and you know, I'm not going to show my hand yet cuz we're going to have our uh, season preview episode as well but uh, Keegan Murray is definitely up there, uh, in, in my, in my eyes for front runner, rookie of the year. And I think he could, uh, he could claim that one on uh, route to a, a pretty solid King season.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I could see that happening too. Like he, he's coming in at, 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 22 years old and like right from, from the jump when the Kings played in summer league, you, you were like, yeah, this guy's ready to, to go. He's, he's fucking Cool, calm, collected out there. Like he, he, really, really looks more comfortable than than most rookies who who come in, you know, in their first year, kind of deer in the headlights. Like, I, I don't think that's going to be um, what what Keegan Murray's season look like. Looks like I think he's mm-hmm. going to, you know, have have tons of opportunity to go out there. You know, um, like he's, he's going to get all the minutes and 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 time he wants to 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 go and do his thing. And and they the Kings need scoring from that position. And and you yeah. know, they they finally drafted um, you know, I, I, I think they they drafted based on need a little bit, but like it, it, it made sense. Like like the Kings have made weird ass drafting decisions now for, for close to fucking a decade, it feels like, maybe yeah. more. Yeah. But this one feels like they got it just completely right. Like they just said, you know, we we, we he's one of the best guys still on the board and he fills a position of need for us uh you know let, let's get him and no i think brainer. that's yeah a, a, a no-brainer move to make and i think it was the right one and uh and yeah i a, a theme you know across time for my takes on how to build a team is that uh, you know i i like to sort of spread out the the talent and i like when when teams build out their their rosters like that and and like you just mentioned you know fox and then uh, Murray in the middle and, and Sabonis up front. Like, I think you can pretty easily fill in what works in, in those other two spots, right. um, you know, on the yep. court. Even just with this, this team here, like, I think those three will be kind of the fixture, and then Mike Brown will play around with, you know, maybe Harrison Barnes out there at the four a lot of the time, or, you know, you you throw in, you know, at the other guard spot, whether it's Herter or, or Monk more often, you know, those, those two kind of, in a bit of a, a race this year you know to to figure out you know which one works best in that lineup um and so and they might like,
0: hey they, they might even want to go the the small backcourt and throw davian mitchell in there keep the defense going because totally. i mean they he was the, he was the the one of that top pick last year so i yeah. and he's shown that he's 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 shown some flashes so I uh, i mean he he could work well uh if he can kind of get his jumper to be a little bit better yeah. i think
1: no 100 percent. and like that's what i mean like the kings finally have some options, even just, you know, with, yep. with, with their own their roster. Like it's, it's, it's weird. Like I've, I've, I'm, I i i am i do not know what this feeling is, but I think I kind of respect the Kings.
0: It's a warm, glowy feeling in our hearts, but yeah. I, I'm telling you, Jordan, you can't let that feeling win. Yeah. Just like I, I tell right. you that every you time need, you need feel that it. feeling, crush that hope. Yeah, yeah. Crush that feeling, crush that happiness. You're a man. Uh, your, your life is supposed to be full of just anguish and yes. sighing really loudly. You're right. uh, but and it is Davian Mitchell. Like yeah, I, I think it, you know he, he's he's going to be a big part of this. Uh, the the Kevin Herter Malik Monk beef uh, that they're going to have, I'm sure, is going to be exciting. Um, but a, a, at the end of the day, it's the Sacramento Kings and the Sacramento Kings are going to be the Sacramento Kings until they can prove to me that they're not the Sacramento Kings that they're the new Sacramento Kings. Um, so again, I I am not I'm not afraid to institute another ban here. I don't give a fuck. Fuck the Kings. <laughs> uh, so yeah. that, that that that's just. Let's just take them for what they are right now. Have yeah. great hopes, have high expectations. That's amazing. Um, but again, we're at the we're at the root of the end of the day here, man, uh, that was how you started losing fifty dollars to me annually. Was uh, you believing in the Sacramento Kings? So I Just know. remember that.
1: I know. Well, I, I'll never forget that, Matt. I, I'll I'll always uh, I'll always be skeptical of the Kings uh, until the, until they win a championship, till they raise a banner. <laughs> I'm not gonna believe yeah, in them. Yeah. Um, but uh, but yeah, I mean Matt, yeah, I, I'm gonna be you know we'll we'll go good cop bad cop. I'm I'm gonna be loving towards the Kings all year long. Um, mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna give you guys a benefit of the doubt. That's gonna be a doubt.
0: hard job. I'm gonna yeah. That's gonna be a hard job. I, I, know, I uh, know. To uh, to move on here now to the the second of our Los Angeles based teams uh, after we've already talked about the Clippers, it's everybody's favorite team, the Los Angeles Lakers. I love the Lakers. Uh, I don't think we've ever talked about the Lakers on the podcast. To be honest, I think that this is uh, going to be all fresh, all brand new takes for everybody. But uh, yeah, uh, they have this guy Russell Westbrook. I think he's pretty good. Um, but no, I'm gonna I'm gonna cut the shit. Um, I mean, we, we yeah we've talked about the Lakers at length uh, throughout last season, the off season. There's there's tons to cover here on them. But I I don't know where I want to start. But you know, what, I think I'm just gonna say this. Um, even if Anthony Davis and LeBron uh, stay completely healthy, this team is still doo doo hot garbage. <laughs> it's not a good team. It's not a good team. Wanta toscano Anderson is your start. Is your backup four? Like that's not Austin Reeves backup three or maybe no, man, a shooting guard. Um, um, this is not. Yeah. This team is bad. This team is not good. Uh, I don't know. Like like I. And, and me saying, you know, if Anthony Davis and LeBron are fully healthy, I mean, LeBron's one thing, but, I mean, Anthony Davis is never is never going to be fully healthy. So I've lost complete faith that that's even going to happen. Uh, and then you mix on to the fact, you know, you've got the the Beverly, shooter and Westbrook conundrum, and they think that they're going to be able to play the three of them together. And it's like three of the biggest locker room hazards that you could possibly have. I want and that three-guard
1: lineup. That's the three-guard lineup I want, plus Davis and LeBron. That's unstoppable, man. This is gonna
0: no, yeah. This is gonna blow up in their faces so hard. I don't. I seriously have like like they're gonna be like I I don't think. I think they're gonna miss the play in again. (laughs) I think they. I think they could miss the play in again. I'm not kidding. Like LeBron doesn't give a fuck. He's just gonna go out there. He's gonna break the all time scoring record, which I'm I'm looking forward to. That's gonna be a a major major moment uh to watch. But like other than that, what the fuck? Like Lakers fans, you really don't have anything to look forward to. I'm sorry, you don't. Uh, there's there's not going to be anything special about this year, uh, except for you know a lot of drama and a lot of crazy shit. Um, like if, basic, like basic if, Lakers. I it but the, and this whole thing could have been turned around if you had just done the freaking Russell Westbrook uh, for Buddy Hield and Miles Turner yeah, trade. Yeah, why the that's fuck? All, like like they, it makes like it makes no sense why they wouldn't pull the trigger on that.
1: The, the, yeah, that's the dumbest thing I've i I've, I've heard so far. Like I I, I don't. Like so dumb that I'm convinced it's actually going to happen because if if it's if Indiana's saying yeah we're good on our end just send us the picks, the Lakers better send out those picks because
0: you they know, already the Lakers came out and they said that they just didn't want to do they want to make this three guard thing work.
1: No, I, I I know, but like I I there's no way that, like that they're really going to be sort of steadfast about that like if if they are like they deserve even less of my respect uh and and they Mm -hmm. actually are officially a joke because if that trade is on the table um which again it's reported that it was but if it continues to be and you're still like and not to mention like yeah this team's going to be bad and 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 there's no way unless lebron is being super heroic and 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 ad are leading them to early season wins they're not going to start out good there's no way i'll, I'll lay my life down mm. on the line for that um and and
0: already they are they already have they're already winless on the preseason of,
1: of course no and, and that <laughs> that always determines uh, you know how well a team's gonna do but mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um like if, if they are bad and they're just still all season long saying no you know even though we're we're fucking six and 18 uh you know we're not gonna we're not gonna trade russell westbrook because uh, we don't want to give up these picks like it, it it's just it, it it will blow my mind because that that trade those two players would really fix a lot of the issues that this roster has right now um and and you know make it like that would be a really good squad i mean i, I just those four like lebron and ad pairing them mm-hmm. with with turner um, and and healed like healed the 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 perfect kind of shooter to have next to LeBron and then yep. Turner can be that guy uh, who can play five a lot of the time when Anthony Davis is crying about how he doesn't want to play the five yeah. like yeah. Um, it would it would really just make sense basketball wise hundred percent and not to mention yep. the biggest thing you're getting from that is you're getting off of the Westbrook headache. Um, but mm-hmm. this team right now is so shit. I, ha- I fucking hate this team. The way this team is built is like <laughs> one of my le- – I think it's my least favorite in the league. Like if they didn't yeah. have um, AD and LeBron, this team would be – one of the easiest wins uh in in the NBA every single night like this team. You, even with
0: them we're going well, the to we're going to have to see what kind of uh, what they what they how like I I don't know how motivated they're going to be like Anthony Davis I told you I have no faith in and LeBron I I seriously think he's checked out. I don't think he th- believes that he's winning another championship.
1: He can't with this roster. He's got to know. There, there's not no. a single shooter on this fucking roster. And then yeah, the, your your biggest place that you're spending your money and your resources and just everything you know the 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 other position outside of ad and lebron is yeah these three point guards who are all flawed uh in their own ways and who you know maybe if they were merged all together in one person um you know Mm -hmm. might be fine uh but like they're they're not even gonna get minutes to all of them so like it's it's and then outside of that i i just it's not even worth talking about like they, they have literally no no one else uh and even Guys that they had picked up, who people were sort of excited about having at the beginning of last year, like Malik bon- Malik Monk is gone. Like, like uh, the, yeah. the the players who were, you know, semi okay. They're all rentals. Well, yeah, it's just it's just like everyone on this team is is just like uh, there, there's no one I can see making any difference. Um, like you're saying, even if AD and LeBron are playing every single game, like they'll have to be yeah. they'll have to be like 30 points each a night. And 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 the, the, it's gonna be hard points to come by because there's no shooters on this yeah. team. Like, it's awful. It's awful.
0: Yeah, yeah. The way this team's run reminds me of like the first time I ever played like a, a franchise mode or a, yeah. a, a my GM mode on 2K, and I just fucking go all in. Like first year, I don't even look at you know how the roster is. Just pick yeah. up like a couple big names, and then I'm like, okay, I'm good. And then you have no cap space and no picks for like five years after that. So you I just. Know sign yes. like uh all these guys to you know emily's and uh vet men. so yeah. uh i'm I, that that's kind of what this team reminds me of and yeah it's, it's it's i always think it's funny it's like the lakers effect right uh if you sign with the lakers you're instantly like a a, a sleeper you know uh potentially great player like yeah. like i see all these people giving lonnie walker all this fucking hype like where's this hype been for him three years in San Antonio or whatever it's been? Like, he's not... Like, he's an okay... Like, he's an NBA player. Like, yeah, he's athletic. He can shoot a little bit. He can dribble. Like, he can do a little bit of everything. But he's not, like, a great player. And the Spurs... like, gonna, the like
1: Spurs... Just let him go. The Spurs clearly didn't yeah. play, like that. Should tell you something no, about it. Too. Like ugh.
0: I've said, I've said it before on this podcast. The thing Lonnie Walker is most well known for is for uh, choking away uh, his uh, his lead uh, in the in the first round of the March Madness to a uh, loyal Chicago. That's yes. how their run started. That Cinderella run with him missing free throws. You're right. Couldn't get a jump. Yeah. <laughs> uh so i i don't know why lonnie walker is one of those guys people hype up uh troy brown jr like another guy like just just an average player yeah i uh, i don't i none of these guys that i'm looking at like are intriguing to me like I'm, I'm looking at the depth chart too like they've got thomas bryant as like the again i think he has been uh backing up damian jones which is like I don't get that either. Like Thomas Bryan at least has proven that he can play. But I, I suppose you know they want the defense in there. Yeah. So you know whatever, go for it. But uh, like Thomas Bryan is probably the best player off the bench right now, unless you know you know I, it depends on you know how who, who ends up starting, who's not starting. I mean Kendrick Nunn at the two is also a joke. Like if that's if that's gonna stay how how things are like yeah. I. I, I don't know what this team was like. I don't know what what they were thinking when they constructed this team. And I, I just, yeah, expectations 100% low um, unless they can make a move here and try and round out this roster. Like, I, I seriously, like, 10 seed, 9 seed at best.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I think I agree. Like, there's there's just, I don't see them. Like, there's also the fact that it, it's – you. This is the last. This is the worst case scenario. It's the last thing you want to do if you actually want to compete for a title, uh, which is to make LeBron work hard uh, all regular season just to get you into mm-hmm. the playoffs. Like you're, you're like you're not even guaranteed a, a high seed, um, and you're gonna have to have you know thirty-seven uh, year old LeBron working fucking hard every single night just to, to drag hit. this team yeah. to wins. Like that's not gonna work, you know. Anyway, even if you somehow, you know, get, you know, right in the middle of the pack in the playoffs, you're going to go into the postseason with LeBron being fucking exhausted. You want the opposite happening. Um, and, you know, if, if, if AD and LeBron miss any time this year, it's a loss. I don't think one yeah, of them yeah. out there on the court can can overcome all the rest of this shit on this roster. Both mm. of them out there probably can, um, you know, and, and yeah. win win a good amount of games, but that gives you no margin for error or none. You, you can't even rest either guy down the stretch um, because it's not like you would have locked up a, a really good seating. Like this, this is just going to be a struggle. And it's, it's really almost starting to smell fishy to me, Matt. Like with LeBron, like I, I just, I, I, I don't think LeBron truly believes this team can do fucking anything. There's no way he's well, seen what it, works, uh, you know, better yeah, than anyone yeah. else. Like I think he's just saying, all right, you know, I'm going to let my four championships stand here and and let my longevity speak speak for my sort of you know I told legacy. You, you get
0: that all-time record you know, le- that's it
1: I think I really think that's all he cares about now which yeah. is which is crazy like rip rip lebron uh you know getting to the finals every year um cuz yeah. not happening with this fucking team
0: hey he said he said for and it's folks, it's so funny every year since anthony davis has been in the lakers lebron said yep uh, this year I'm gonna take a back back seat, and uh, AD gonna yeah. we're gonna run through AD. is gonna be the number <laughs> one option. is gonna be the number one option, and then it's like two weeks in, and it's like Anthony Davis is mediocre. So LeBron just takes over. And he's like, oh, he's he's coming along. He's coming along. It's like he's been coming along for 15 years. It feels like no, fuck I know. this. I know. Like I like just just play better, Anthony. Just pl- just be healthy. Play better, man. Anthony. Figure it out. Uh, but yeah, we we'll, we'll, we'll we're gonna see how uh the Lakers. Uh, Decide to torment us this year because yeah. again I'm sure you guys are gonna be hearing plenty of Lakers news uh, when the season does uh, you know tip off uh, moving on to uh, the next team here uh, that we are going to be going over uh it's it's an interesting one, uh, a crazy, uh, kind of controversial offseason, finish to their season was disappointing. They just lost to uh, the Adelaide 36ers yeah. <laughs> uh, in an embarrassing, embarrassing game, uh, even though it's the preseason, uh, but the Phoenix Suns, um, okay, I like guess, this is a, this team has, like, I, I, I have them ranked as one of the, the I, I think that they're championship contenders still, I still think so, but... Right now, I'm thinking that this could be one of those times where Chris Paul's on a team and he eventually just set, throws his hands up and he says, Fuck this. I'm not dealing with this anymore. It's not my responsibility to keep everyone in check and kind of start moving his way out. Because I, I I think this team's kind of mentally weak after that beatdown uh, they took uh, from Dallas in the, the semifinals uh, in the playoffs last yes. year. Because ever since then, I mean, the Monty Williams yonder ate and beef. Then they end up still re-signing him. Then the the press conferences come out, and uh, you know to start the season, and he said that he hasn't even spoke to Monty Williams throughout the whole off season. Yeah, I wonder. Uh, yeah, and maybe they're still not th- speaking. Well, and that's the thing. And then Monty's like, "Oh, well, I didn't talk to a lot of these guys." <laughs> it's like, okay, well, that still looks. Poor on that looks bad on you. Yeah, yeah. Not talk to any of your players throughout the off season. Like it, that that, that's worse if it's just the one guy. Uh, So I and and again, this was a team that like a year ago we were like this is a well oiled machine, uh, great coaching, great chemistry. Now I'm not sure about the chemistry. I'm not sure uh you know if anyone's motivated uh, i i'm i really I'm, I'm trying to kind of think of a way that this is gonna all just wash over them but the, i think they've got some real soul searching to do right now like they have a huge huge ceiling like they could get back to the nba finals but i'm uh yeah i'm definitely not sold right now until i can see them put all this bullshit aside and put it together on the court because they've got a lot of room for error right now
1: yeah no 100 percent like it, it's all there's everything you just said also uh you know Jay crowder uh it has made it clear that you know, yeah, him and the yeah. sons have agreed that he's not going to be there uh i don't think he's even shown up to camp like i think he's just ready to, no, he's, to be i think
0: they granted him like uh just leave yeah
1: much. yeah so you know he's gonna get moved we'll see what they pick up um you know in exchange for him but uh yeah what a tumultuous um you know there was last year, too, just even before all of that stuff happened with the Sarver stuff that's finally just come yep, to yep. to an end, um, you know, a couple of weeks ago here. So Took a while. Yeah, yeah, and, like, and, yeah, I, I don't know. It, that, that's why, you know, kind of like you said, this is one of the more interesting teams. You know, it's going to, the, the, I can see them really falling flat on their face or kind of overcoming this and and getting back to, um, you know, that, that sort of, team brand of basketball that got them to the finals a couple yeah. years ago um and you know get that excitement back because they, they were one of the more exciting teams all through last year when they were racking up wins uh you know obviously 64 wins last year looked like the, t- the team to beat um in the entire mm-hmm. nba they and they, they you know there was good vibes surrounding the team but like right away in that fucking new orleans series like when things started to get chippy yeah. chris paul loses his cool uh you know pe- people you know Sort of wondering how legit uh, the Suns actually are, and then you know everything that went down in in the Dallas series. Like it was, yeah, the the vibes were kind of murdered last year for this team, and, yeah. and they haven't oh, been yeah. they haven't been revived yet. So we'll see if they can, you know, if, if if they're out cold or if they can bring that back, like that energy back, because um, it, it's it's going to be tough. And and like people have mentioned a lot of times, those type of losses. Like that game seven uh, against Dallas at home, they linger. Uh, you know, with franchises, oh, yeah. it's like as a curse. Like it, you've really got to fucking you know shake salt over your sh- shoulder, like like do all your superstitious shit to to move on and try and put that behind you because it's it's tough. Because uh, yeah, like I, I I don't I don't know how Monty Williams is gonna fix the DeAndre Ayton situation, but like the the fact that you know he, he's He's come back after you know the Suns showed no interest in, in giving him a contract in, until they had to match from Indiana. Like that's uh-huh. I, I know DeAndre Ayton's you know supposedly a really kind of laid back guy who doesn't take things too personally. Uh, but like still that that's that's something that's gonna have to be fixed. Um, you know there's there's just yeah a lot of a lot of complicated shit that they're gonna have to work through. But. You know, I, I do still love their team. I, I do still love the Chris Paul and Devin Booker backcourt. I think Chris Paul, from what I saw last year, still has uh, stuff left in the tank. Like, I still think he's going to be yeah. good. I don't think he's going to have some crazy drop-off. Um, and then, you know, especially depending on who, be- who they get back for, for, for Crowder to sort of fill out the, the periphery. Like, Mikael Bridges is going to be better this year. He, him and Cam Johnson together on the wing, um, I think, work really well. Um, but, you know, mm-hmm. for, for me, it's just going to be, can DeAndre Ayton get back to that, you know, really inspired basketball he was playing two years ago? Like, can he actually fully integrate himself back into this team um, and, and himself take that next step as a player? Because I think for the Suns, like, I, I, unless they go out and now make some sort of other move, all of their sort of you know, hopes on, on getting back to that level that they, they were at a couple of years ago and making the finals is at, like all of their internal development coming together all at once. Like Bridges takes a step, Aiton takes a step, and and Cam yeah. Johnson take a step. And they're all just markedly better than they were. I think that's how they're going to improve. Um, and, and you know, that that's tough to do in, in yeah, an environment that's just so kind of, I don't know, wishy-washy, up in the up in the air after last season. So they
0: need some. Uh, they need some HR uh, TLC out there.
1: Yeah, they need some. They just need. They just need the vibes back. And and I'm not sure. Yeah. I'm not convinced that they can get it done. Um, but it, if they can, I still really fucking love this team.
0: Yeah. Again, like the way it's constructed, talent wise and everything. There's no problems. Uh, like if you if just on paper, if you look past all this other craziness that's kind of been going on in the, yeah. the organization, like they. They still have, a, you know, a really good chance if they can figure it all out. Like, giving Cameron Johnson the, the starting role, moving him up, uh, which I'm assuming is why Jay Crowder kind of wanted out yeah, anyways. Yeah, uh, You know that's like the like Cameron Johnson's an amazing young player like yeah. he's he's really you know proven a lot of people wrong since being drafted uh because again they he was he was kind of looked at as a a reach uh and a yeah. really like high bust potential when the, the the Suns reach to grab him uh and he yeah he's been amazing for them so far so we'll we'll mm-hmm. see how he does taking that next step um but for anyone on this team that I think needs to take the next step and I think it's going to be I think that, and, and this could possibly, you know, be what Chris Paul kind of has lingering around on his name at the end of his career <laughs> is I think Devin Booker needs to be able to step up and be the big dog on the team. I think he needs to be the guy. He needs to be the alpha. He needs to be the, the one running the show, yeah. calling the shots. But Chris Paul is never going to ever like see that. Like he's a natural leader. He's been doing this his entire career where he's been pretty much just telling everyone what to do, barking <laughs> orders. But Devin Booker can't be this, like, 30-year-old that we're like, oh, man, a couple of years, he's going to be amazing. <laughs> like, you can't keep doing this. Um, he needs to step up and be that guy because, again, if we're talking about him being, like, one of these top shooting guards, like, he's still very clearly, like, at times he can be passive yeah. and he can be sitting there waiting for, you know, someone to tell him that he can do something. He needs to go out there and take, the, take life by the balls and he needs to, you know, show show them he's the boss show them that he can take over and that uh, he's going to be the the one to win them games and he can he has a, an amazing offensive ability you know, he's trying to pick it up in other areas but uh yeah. like he's he's got he's got to be the best player on this team chris paul's too old to be you know doing all this we've seen what happens when you don't have the you know the wherewithal to to run it through a guy like Devin Booker. Obviously, like a hero ball isn't going to win you the game every single time. But in the playoffs, when you you really, really need just something, a spark, something to turn something around, Devin Booker's got to be that guy to step up because it's not going to work otherwise. Uh, uh, We might as well just kind of watch last season over again, if not, because then it's just going to be the exact same thing. And DeAndre Ayton, uh, double as much, you know, not to, to be the biggest man, uh, you know, on the team and be a team leader, but just give a shit a little bit more. I, 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 yeah. I, I think he needs to. He needs to kind of look inside himself and you know think maybe. Video like, games. I don't know
1: what it is. Playing too much video. Games. Yeah, I
0: don't. I don't know what it is with all the big men uh, in the NBA. Like, there's only a few of them that really have like a uh, thick skin, which is ironic. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> that's that's like that, DeAndre and Devin Booker. Let's let's see some maturity this year. Let's see some motivation this year. And uh, I I want that, those two to have career years this season. That's what I better see from both of them. Uh, otherwise, uh, yeah, the Suns team is gonna lose a little bit of my uh, my respect. And uh, I'll have to lower some expectations. But that being said, I do think that this Suns team has potential to again, you know, conference finals, finals. Like they, they, they are up there. I think are the best teams in the West.
1: Yeah, yeah, 100. percent I agree. And like I always, you know, I, I think I said last year I'd like to see them address, you know, the sort of mitigate the eight potential eight issues, and you know, get a uh, like a, a more traditional bigger four. Like I'm like I. I, I I think I said a bunch of times last year, go get Kevin Love, like a veteran who can play small ball five, yeah. can play next to Aiton. Like they don't really have that prototype. Like, you know, if you are going to run out, um, you know, Bridges and and Cam Johnson, like they're both, the, especially in, in, in the case of Cam Johnson, he, can, he plays the four mostly and he, he, he does it well. You know, he's a very modern version of, of that player at that position. But, you know, someone with a little bit more traditional kind of, Big man, um, you know, skills to to be able to throw out there at the four, who can also shoot it. Um, I I think would be helpful helpful for them. So you know, I, I I maybe like to see them exploring players like that, kind of at the deadline. Maybe that's the type of player you can bring back for Crowder, uh, potentially. Mm-hmm. You know, depending on how things go. Um, but like, yeah. Otherwise, like, you know, you you you've got the star backcourt, and and you've still guys, you got guys like Shamit. Um, they picked up a Koji uh, from from the Timberwolves, who, who I really like, um, and then they still got Tori Craig, who you know can get some burn at some point if they they really need kind of a, a long rangey uh, small forward, um, and and so yeah, I I, I think yeah on, on paper they're 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 still right up there, and I agree with you, and I think Aiton and Booker having career years, yes, I think Mikhail Bridges too has to show another stage of development where kind of he was you know stuff he was kind of forced to show in the playoffs when Devin Booker was out, Um, you know, a a sort of off-the-dribble game, like uh, scoring moves, you know, a little bit of a mid-range game. Like, I don't think the Suns can get away with keeping Mikael Bridges just as an incredible defensive uh, player who hits threes every once in a while and isn't really involved in the offense other than that. I think he's really, you know, if the Suns are going to take, you know, really ensure that they can... Stay up there in the heavyweights of, of the West. Uh, they, they they need Mikhail Bridges to uh, show that. Yeah, he he uh, on any given night he can be the one scoring 25 points uh, in a in a variety of ways. You know, not just Devin Booker because uh, as we've said many times that that small forward that that you know six six to six nine rangy defensive type of guy is so important. Mikael Bridges is that for the Suns, but you know he's got he's gotta contribute offensively too he can't just be a shooter and and Mm -hmm. yeah he Mm -hmm. like I said he showed signs of that and he's got to keep building on that uh this year if the Suns are gonna uh get back to the finals
0: well we're gonna wait and see uh what the Suns uh end up doing uh, if they can bounce back ultimately and now we're here to uh to hit you twice as hard as Draymond Green punching Jordan Poole in the face, I redeem myself, <laughs> we got the takes that make you quake, and your mother can go and bake and shake that ass, baby, shake that ass, uh, I hope you all stuck around after that train wreck, but you know what, in the intro, that's how you know we're fucking raw, we're the big dogs, we aren't fucking around, I don't give a shit, one take, we'll do it live, I don't care, always in uh, one take, but uh, it, it is crazy to think how, how, how far we've come since the beginning of this recording, I hope you've all <laughs> uh, enjoyed waking up with us this morning, yeah, yeah, it's been great, uh, yeah. It's the it's, a, it's a, this is the grind that we, we go we go through for all our our loyal listeners. Yeah. Uh, you know, there's a, a lot of a lot of shit at play here. But uh, the Golden State Warriors, the defending champs, uh, the, the the reigning defending undisputed uh, best team in the NBA uh, as of right now. But, you know, uh, I mean, we haven't really talked about this drama too, too much. I mean, we, I think we did touch upon it in our original episode that would be releasing uh, today. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, I mean, whatever. Uh, but, yeah, Dr- Draymond Green and Jordan Poole. Uh, I I was actually thinking about this last night, uh, which uh, so I'm kind of glad that I get to give this take now. Um, they keep saying that Draymond Green— I, Have you heard anywhere that it said that he punched him in the face? No. Because that's what everyone keeps implying. It, I've only seen head— which makes me think that they bumped chests, like everyone said, and then they got broken up. And Draymond Green just kind of chicken wing and punt, yeah. like slapped him in the head. Yeah. And if Jordan Poole, if you're gonna be a bitch about that, then you shouldn't be a professional athlete. Like grow up, bro. Go go. Like like you already look like you're 19 years old permanently. Like we gotta figure something out for Jordan Poole, man. Like that. Like like if a guy hits you, just hit him back and grow up, walk away, figure it out. I don't know what his uh, his, his deal is, but. Uh, it's not a good sign the, the defending champions have chemistry issues, again, stemming from the same guy, uh, especially a guy who's, again, in talks right now to possibly, you know, get a big extension, a big payday, uh, yeah. and, you know, could be that future shooting guard that could help Steph down the line, because, again, we don't really know how Clay is going to perform this year after, yeah. you know, really having a pretty poor season last year, but um, like, Draymond Green literally might be kind of, I'm not going to say a locker room cancer, but, I mean, like, he's <laughs> he's made some guys want to leave. He's obviously, you know, uh, been regarded as one of the best leaders in the NBA and uh, a, a kind of a, a leader among men, a galvanized guy. But I'm, uh, I, I don't know, I'm skeptical. I'm skeptical about uh, how this is all going to shake down Jordan.
1: Well, I think I said, when we talked about it yesterday, I'm like, I just assumed Draymond punched people all the time in Warriors practice. I, I assume he was, yeah, he was yeah. just a menace. Um, so, uh, maybe Jordan Poole's just, uh, you know, he just had a bad day and decided to, you know, speak out about it, uh, you know, after all this time or, or something. But, uh, like, yeah, I mean, I, I wasn't surprised uh, at all that, that Draymond Green hit somebody. Uh, but no, yeah. it is interesting that it is, like, Jordan Poole. Like, I, I think there is a little bit of something at play in the Warriors organization that is only going to, you know, we'll, we'll see if there's anything real in it sort of in this theory but like there's the old guard and then there's the new guys like jordan Poole was not part of the 2015 uh you know 2016 no. 2017 runs like he is it was, he wasn't even born no he wasn't he was uh, uh you know he he's he's come in jordan puddle he's <laughs> he's coming later um along with you know the all the other young new young guys you know kaminga and um you know the, just sort of the the new and, and, and wise men like the, the the new guard of of the 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 warriors kind of projecting out into the future and i think the 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 like if you have teams like that especially with veterans who demand so much respect uh like mm-hmm. like someone like draymond you're gonna have like a bit of a clash you know the young hot shots are gonna want to do things their way and Draymond's gonna, you know, I, I, I'm sure, especially on this team, won't, won't take any shit from anybody, and and will assert his dominance when he needs to. But you know, you, you've gotta, you've got to you've got to channel those two groups onto you know onto the court, you know, to to be able to. You 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 need those two factions of your team to be able to work together. Which, to their credit, they they orchestrated that perfectly last year. They they were great. They got Poole to help out when he needed to. And, yeah. you know, even the, you, you know, the, the young guys like, uh, like Wiggins, like, like they, they, they were able to merge everyone pretty seam- seamlessly, but it is, it is a problem, um, or, or at least a potential problem, uh, that I could see sort of getting in the way of this team. Um, you know, if, if, you know, let, let's say Jordan Poole this year, isn't getting as many minutes as he thinks he should, you know, he, or, mm-hmm. his role is kind of reduced because, you know, Clay's getting better, um, and, and Steve Kerr's going with him, like. Jordan Poole could kind of speak out about that, but you know, on this team, Draymond's not gonna let that slide. So, like, you know, I I do think, generally speaking, with Draymond, at least he gets the issues out in the open. Like, at, at least Fair, yeah. at least he doesn't let anything fester. Like, he wasn't gonna he wasn't gonna you know not speak his mind. If he's gonna speak his mind to Kevin Durant, he's gonna speak his mind to any fucking person in this league. And yeah. and that might be a bit of a blessing and a curse because you know things often blow up with this team, but I think they have and the ability to then move on from stuff legitimately, you know, cause Draymond's kind of brought it out to the you know, forefront, um, uh, you know, rather than other teams who might sort of let stuff fester, but Draymond is Draymond. The funny part he, too is, he's yes, going to be who
0: he is. Draymond was right about that whole Kevin Durant situation oh, yeah. too. Like yeah. it was, uh, you know, so I'm not, uh, uh, i'm 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 kind of wanting to side on him uh, without even knowing what the yeah. you know, what details really are uh, exactly of what happened but uh yeah i'm gonna go team Draymond. fuck it um but I, I yeah looking at the roster overall like i mean there's a it's it's you know they're pretty much running it back with uh, a, a lot of the same core guys obviously yeah um swapped out uh gary payton for dante Divincenzo, which yeah. is Probably an upgrade if we're being honest. Like, yeah. I mean, Gary Gary Payton's obviously amazing defense, um, but Divincenzo is no slouch on D either, and he gives you a lot more versatility on offense, yeah. and he's younger. Yeah. Uh, so I think that was a really really great under the radar kind of pickup for them. Yeah. Uh, obviously they, they as we said they got Jordan Poole young guy, Moses Moody, young guy, uh, the come at Jonathan Kaminga, <laughs> uh, and then. The guy who I've been hyping up, and I'm, this could be the year. And again, this is like if they, if he can pan out and he can work with them, this could be huge for the Warriors. Uh, especially if they want to kind of go back and try and you know contest that repeating, which I still think they've got a good chance. But James Wiseman, he's back. He's he's ready. He's healthy.
1: He's 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 going crazy.
0: This guy he's he's the real deal if he can stay healthy and they give him a chance like uh I mean I could see him being the starter by the end of the year no problem I mean uh if the competition's Kevon Looney I mean I think I think James <laughs> Wiseman should be able to do it young guy uh, again shot, big size he can shoot well uh going to be a decent defender like it's he he could be a huge piece of this uh this team but we just got to see him develop but yeah overall like again this roster I think is really well constructed and uh they're, they're going to be contenders again this year no doubt
1: yeah, I, I, I agree hundred percent. And uh, I mean, you know, they're they're quote unquote light years ahead. They're doing this really. they they the, the situation they're in now is pretty uh, incredible. You know, the fact that they've just won the championship, but like you say, they've got this this trio of awesome young guys, and you know, Kaminga Wiseman, and uh, who's my other guy, and Moody. Like they've they've got mm-hmm. they've got. Such so many options. Um, just just this this year in terms of young guys to play and go and develop and you know see what you've got and guys with lots of potential. Like Wiseman, I, I I'm I'm really excited to see. I, I'm not I don't think I'm quite quite as high on him as a player as you, Matt. But but I, I can see a, a, a world where it does all come together and he's just the perfect guy to have on this team, like a seven footer who can do a lot of different things. Maybe even you know he's shown some shooting touch a little bit here. Um, you know a guy yeah. who's just and defensively, uh, with or without Draymond, like, like, in so much potential. And I see it 100%. But Kaminga, like, already ha- has shown signs that, like, on this team playing with Steph and, and, and Clay and, and and Draymond as well, like, he's such a... Like, he, he can kind of take the mantle that Iguodala took uh, years before where you have these other yeah. guys doing this awesome sort of skilled shit. But Kaminga's just your Swiss Army knife, ultra-athletic long guy who can blow shit up defensively who can you know run the floor and you know dunk on other people's heads like de- de- demoralize the other team like o- andre Godella, when he slid into that role you know back in 2015 or whatever it was when he joined the warriors like he really uh sort of played that part absolutely perfectly and, and kaminga's that that exact kind of body type um and and yeah. projects to Possibly, if everything goes right, be even a little bit better uh, than 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 Iggy was. You know, we'll we'll see. It's it's a tall order to fill, but like the mm-hmm. the 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 options that Steve Kerr has this year between proven guys who he knows, uh, you know, what he'll get from every night. You know, what one of the best players in the world in Steph Curry, um, one of the yeah. best defenders in Draymond Green, and then yeah, this this awesome little crew of of players, and then not even to mention you have the kind of middle generation um, in Poole and and Wiggins who still like. I, I, I can see Andrew Wiggins with this kind of renewed confidence being a champion, have, finally getting the respect that mm-hmm. he's kind of sought his There's whole go. career. Being uh, ha- like having an incredible season like uh, this next year, like Andrew Wiggins is still only 27 years old and physically, you know, it, he you know he, he's he's always had the tools. We always said he's just got to put it together, you know, in his mind and sort Should of have
0: been the finals MVP. All that stuff.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, he was he was he was <laughs> knocking on the door, and uh, like it's it's crazy that the. That, It's crazy how much better the Warriors could potentially be this year as a team coming off an NBA championship without making any crazy fucking offseason signings. It's insane.
0: Yeah, yeah, and I think that this that's what it's going to end up being. I think that they're going to probably win the West, uh, at least in the regular season. Like, they're they are coming back in, you know, all hands on deck. Yeah. Uh, like I said, like, again, like, they added to Green, good veteran, backup big, you know, yeah. that'll work out for them fine, good. We can give you a couple minutes here and there. Uh, But, yeah, overall, like, this team... Like uh, if they can work through whatever the scuffle was, then I would say great chemistry. Uh, I, I again, I am still a little concerned on what kind of clay. Uh, we're gonna see how he's gonna look, how he's gonna play. Um, but again, they've got the backups now that they can, if they really, really need to kind of limit his minutes, bump him out, whatever they are deciding to do. Yeah, they can do it. They're prepared to make that move. Uh, it's, it's there, there's a lot of really great options here. Uh, for the Warriors, and uh, I think that another big you know contention season is in the wakes and i mean we didn't even talk really that much about steph curry i mean yeah. like we we saw him go completely bonkers in the nba finals uh, and is pretty much unguardable when he wants to be yeah uh so this this team top to bottom could is 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 perfect uh for what they need and uh yeah they're they're gonna be a really really tough team to beat and again just like last year it's gonna be really hard to beat these guys four times
1: yeah no 100 percent. like i i i think these guys are gonna be um you know the, the thing that i could see maybe sort of throwing them off course is internal stuff you know it's funny we're talking about you yeah. know Gr- uh, draymond and, and jordan pool like if they can sort of all stay on the same page and not start fucking infighting um you know i think they've got all the tools to to repeat honestly um but like i can see you know you know, e- egos and, and sort of attitudes are always a little bit different. If you win a championship, you, you know, you start getting a little cocky, you know, especially if you're a young yeah, guy, yeah. Uh, you know, we, we've seen it many times and, and yeah, like we're saying, Draymond's not going to let that fly. So if, if there's any sort of, you know, tumultuous stuff like that internally, I could see it kind of throwing them off course a little bit, but uh, outside of that, they, they've, they've got all the tools. Um, and, and uh, yeah, I, I, I I think if Steph is as good as he was last year, um, and and Draymond can can stay healthy, hopefully he's over his you know whole back issue that he was dealing with last year. Like these guys are going to be good. These guys are going to be really 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 oh, yeah. good. And 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 yeah, when it, when it comes to the playoffs, uh, probably the last team uh, you you want to face, you know, as fully re- fully realized version of themselves. They they've shown they're they're literally a dynasty for a reason.
0: Yeah yeah, uh, it's uh, it's. Only time will tell to see, you know, how how good this team can be again this year. Uh, as you know, they they licked. What, what what would that be? I'm trying to think uh, just off the top of my head now. Would that be championship number five? Yeah, is that what they're pursuing right yeah, now at this B5. point. insane, insane. Yeah. Uh, Same so as the we'll Spurs. This is fucking crazy. Yep. yeah. Again, one of the one of the best dynasties the NBA's seen uh, in in its entire history. So we'll uh, we'll see. Uh, if the Warriors can keep building on that uh, as they, they move up the the upper echelon of uh, of NBA franchises, and uh, make sure to follow us at Big Dog Ball Talk, because uh, we're one of the upper echelon of podcasts, whether you know it or not. Yeah. Uh, it, it's a, it's it's an undeniable fact. Uh, the yeah. second you listen for a couple more seconds past the intro, then you're pretty much ready to go. <laughs> so uh, be sure to follow us at Big Dog Ball Talk, uh, and uh, it's it's we we're we're, we're going to be here at you, coming at you Monday fridays whether you like it or not who knows maybe even a wednesday here and there uh you know we'll we'll keep you guys up to up to date when we have those wednesday specials out there but uh catch us for the northwest preview take two edition two mark two whatever you'd like to call it uh on for the monday's podcast but we we hope you guys enjoyed today's pacific division review and uh we look forward to keeping and breaking down all of the great nba divisions that we've got left we've only got two more two episodes till we more. have the nba seasons right right NBA's upon us. here
1: man it's insane it's it's, it's
0: it's been a been a quick off season we can't wait to get into it uh it's been matt eichhorn and jordan fliegel big dog ball talk and as my good friend jordan always said
1: Go Jays go Matt The Jays are in action today Oh yeah babe. Let's go we're, the summer. We're, we're, October baseball is back Matt We should go get tickets uh, if, if they make the, the, the ALDS They'll get past the Mariners I'm sure of it I, I haven't just oh, yeah. uh, we, 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 It'll be easy work 100% But like The, the Jays Remember remember, Matt When we uh, the, the, the Batista backflip That will run in, mm-hmm. in 15 And then in 16 When the Jays are good man Fall is so much fun I love it
0: oh yeah yeah playoff baseball is uh is definitely elite to watch uh, in comparison to regular season baseball.
1: yeah probably uh, the biggest drop off of uh, any sport i'd say
0: oh yeah yeah well uh jordan take me out to the ball mm-hmm. game take me out hot to dogs, the crowd.
1: hot dogs i'll take a hot dog <laughs> yo we're fucked yo leave this whole part in matt